Good people of Los Angeles, welcome to the FCFC Capsule Pod. Yes, we recorded this exactly 365 days ago today on November 26, 2019. It is now November 26, 2020 when we're releasing it. Inside are the secrets to the universe. Like Today's winning numbers are 23, 34, we, we predict all the winning numbers. And talk mostly about which one of us would complete a bridge the fastest and given the engineering <laughs> process. Uh, this is a really different approach to the pod today. And if you're a common listener, you're going to find a lot of stuff in here that you're not used to seeing. We make some predictions. We get a little lost. There's some laughter at the beginning. Who knows if any of that will even get cut out by the time this comes out a year from now. Who knows if you're going to be listening to this on another planet. So much could change. So little time. Slim, why don't you hit our future selves and those around us with the warning. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are still in the backyard of Dweezy's place in Expo Park. There are helicopters flying over, cars driving by, sound systems are bumping. And as per usual, I do have a potty mouth and I do intend to use it. So if you're around children or at work where you feel like you shouldn't be listening to profanity, you should probably cut this off right now because I'm about to cuss in five seconds. <laughs> Alright, well, fuck. <laughs> Three seconds. FCFC. to the FCFC pod where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. I am your host Slim. Sitting across from me is Big Dweez. Sitting to his right is Josh Spice. Happy New Year everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And a very special guest in the backyard has come back from the dead to visit us. Uh, The digital master of our visuals uh, Mr. AC Alex Cervantes is in the backyard today. Yo, this this podcast is gonna be a shit show, y'all. Like we have nothing. We literally Josh is just in Thanksgiving post post dinner mode. I don't even know what I said, bro. I'm out of it. I don't know the digital mastermind of our visual whatever. I don't know. I'm we're I I didn't think we were potting. I didn't bring any weed today. I'm like messed up. I didn't really didn't know we were gonna pod today. We have no structure. We have no plans of what we're gonna talk about. We're just we're just here. It's a little cold. Josh has a beanie on. Uh-huh. His eyes are about my size right now. Uh-huh. Um Yeah. <laughs> and on that note <laughs> This has been another episode of the FCFC pod. Thank y'all for listening in. We appreciate y'all. Leave us a rating. 
<laughs> AC, throw the first topic out here. Come on. This, 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 AC, yeah, AC, what do you want to talk you, about? You'd be the pilot. You'd be the quarterback. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. no. <laughs> Yo, this is AC. Oh, okay. uh, I'm here to quarterback this shit. Uh, Josh, tell me about your worst relationship problem. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Dweez is producing today. I'm, I tried to offer several options for a thematic pod, and they got shot down in lieu of... Or the theme well, hey, it's cuffing season. Let's get into relationships. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, talk radio all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on right now. Cup season. Also, we don't know that this is necessarily going to be the first episode that's released after New Year's, so it might be erroneous. Just talk about New Year's. Today is November 26th. Whatever day it comes out is not November 26th. That's, that, sounds, that sounds pretty right. Exactly. I think we should wait, wait until November 26, 2020 to release this episode. Yo, that'd time be capsule. fucking funny. Yeah. Time capsule! <laughs> Yo, time guys. capsule! Let's fucking do it! Dude, I'm down. this sounds amazing. And we're going to release this, uh, and everyone talk about what their fears are. <laughs> and we're talk about what their fears are today, and let's see if they survive into 2020. It's got to be fears, our biggest fears of 2020. Anything. That sounds so funny. Try to predict dark. what you're going to be doing. Damn, in a year. Why'd you, why'd you, why you got to take it to a dark <laughs> yeah, place? Time right capsule. <laughs> predicting, predicting what we're going to do <laughs> Okay, in a year from now. Time, time capsule. A straight, yeah. straight 365 days from no, now. No, that's exactly what we're going to do. This is going to yeah. be fucking amazing. All right, cool. Yeah. You started off, Josh. So if you've been following with us on this journey so far, this has been a couple of false starts, and we have now determined that this is a time capsule episode. So we're <laughs> 10 minutes in, and we know where it's going. All right. AC is going to go first. AC, November 26, 2020, what are you going to be doing? Shit. Uh, hopefully, keep doing shit for the team. Hopefully, keep keep producing and uh, making Tom Penn happy. Uh, I don't know, man. I hope I hope we keep fucking elevating this shit, making FCFC the best it can be. Mm-hmm. I hope by then we have uh, we have a beautiful sponsor. So beautiful. So beautiful. So wealthy. Much money. Much money. Uh, I would love to do anything with the Lakers. Mm. Mm-hmm. I know I know my boy Josh Spice over here shaking his head. Nah, nah. But, <laughs> that's not the right uh, answer. That's, that's all that is. Look uh, at the source right here now. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I don't know. Just fucking seeing where the year goes and hopefully producing, producing sick shit. Uh, as, as far as goals go, just keep... Keep doing work for the club. Hopefully, doing some shit for Henny. Yeah, and then hey. doing doing some shit for the Lakers, and uh, hopefully, we win MLS Cup. It's November twenty sixth, twenty twenty. Who's yeah. the president of the United States that's gonna be judged? Oh, Vermin Supreme. Look it up. Yang Yang. <laughs> Yang Yang. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know shit about them. Who won the Euros? <laughs> you know what's funny is November 6, 2020 is going to be Thanksgiving. What? 26? Mm-hmm. So, oh, shit. you're going to be eating with your families, and we're going to be releasing this special time capsule episode. As we speak, you could have vegan turkey juice running down your mouth. That's just tofu juice, though. I don't know. So, who's gonna win? Who's, who won the Euros? There's other cool shit going on in 2020. We're trying to predict the year. Come on, guys. Fucking Poland. Poland, Poland? Yeah. with the win. Why? What's going on with Poland? I don't know, dude. It's time. You just got to feel it? Yeah, it's the time, bro. Should I put some money down on that? I should. Dude, you should. We were talking about yeah. Poland earlier. That's weird. Yeah. You brought up Poland. I think, Wait. I think it's just the time. 
real. Yeah, I'm being real. That's really strange. Yeah. We had like a a whole thing about pulling. You just gotta trust the process, man. You just gotta trust the process. See, that's what the I like Polish to hear. Process. That's the confidence. Who do you think is one of the heroes? I'm gonna go with Spain. I don't know why. I like France a lot. Is that whack? Yeah. I like all the front runners. Uh, Euros. Netherlands is gonna come out of nowhere and what is arise this? from the, their ashes, their orange burning ashes. Yeah. We will have all have gone to Holland in 2020. True. Everyone here on this table will have gone to Holland, and we would have had great memories, and we will be happy when they lift the trophy, even though none of us consider ourselves Dutch fans, because we'll all look at each other like, remember those times in Amsterdam, though, Slim, <laughs> falling down the stairs again. Yeah. Slim in Amsterdam as we walk. Yeah. Yo, this go pod, with us. Go this with podcast us. is off the hinges, Whoa, guys. We're off the hook. <laughs> we're off the hinges. Netherlands. Why do you say Netherlands? Frank and Dion? I just think that they're going to prove to Serginho Dest that he should have probably stayed with the Dutch, and why would he go to the... I think <laughs> the American team was going to be even worse somehow. Uh-huh. I think LAFC will have lifted their first MLS Cup title. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. they would have... If they didn't win the CONCACAF Champions League, they made some noise. I'm going to say they won the trouble. Trouble. We got trouble yeah. winning. We got. We're feeling good in the backyard today. Yeah, man. We're feeling like this time capsule might be a, like a Christmas, a, a Christmas celebration that we get to open. It's it's gonna be a beautiful kind of holiday. As holiday long as Donald Trump's no longer gonna be the president, I'll be happy. Yeah, what a treat for us. Josh Spice is gonna be a father. I'll be a I'll be a father by 2020. I mean that that means I have to get started pretty quick, huh? Yeah. During the holidays. I'm sorry, on the way, bro. Parked oh. the oven the first time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. I think several LAFC players will have more children. It's going to be a baby producing game. Who are you I talking think, about? I think Eddie. Eddie Segura? Yeah, that dude looks like he pumps out kids like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to pump out a new back line right there. We get some new kids on the block. I think the one thing I, I said before um, this year, even for TSG involvement in LAFC stuff, was that I wanted to double up everything. Double up, and now it's kind of just a healthy mentality because we started off fairly small. And so that double up, like membership, the kind of active support, the kind of events that we do. And I think for FCFC next year and for even the four of us involved right now at this table, for some reason, doubling up doesn't seem like it's big enough. That's the kind of feeling I have. Maybe not in terms of the number of episodes, but in terms of the larger FCFC scaled universe and world we're doing, in terms of the events we're talking about that we're going to launch. A landing page of the now, blog. By now, will people be wearing FCFC gear while they listen to the podcast? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Good people of Los Angeles will be across their chest, and then it'll be uh, it'll be a sight to behold, man, as they get to listen by the fire with the podcast on. <laughs> you know, I think that's 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 what we want. Like, we've been so close to making a lot of different ideas happen. At the end of the day, <laughs> we got, you know. I think I think some people will be listening along and drinking out of their guy wands, their FCFC branded. Guy wands, porcelain guy wands that are gonna have FCFC print on them. Nobody knows what the, what a guy wand is, bro. Dweez actually took this moment to, to to launch an idea that we've never heard before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is well, what is yeah, a guy wand? That's Explain the thing it for I the serve people. The tea out of. Oh, okay. It's the little porcelain. You could just say teapot, lid. bro. It's not a teapot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy wand. A teapot has a little like spout <coughs> and a filter, and everyone knows what a teapot is. You're right. Guy wand 
involves three things. There's a small dish at the bottom, there's a bowl, and then there's a lid for the bowl. And when you go drink tea in like parks in China, you just sort of like, they put the leaves there and you just sort of like drink out of it directly. You don't have a cup. Mm. I'm so gonna make FCFC branded gaiwan. Is this engraved on onto the side oh, yeah. of the gaiwan? Onto the ceramic. This gotcha. shit is gonna be like some fucking next level tea That's dope. shit. It's we're, gonna be black and gold. We were hanging out with your cousin Ben, and he was saying that he's um, learning how to make neon signs. And his reasoning was like, I cannot do what I'm doing as a career forever, so I need an old man skill that'll pay me out through my 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 days after retirement. So I need some kind of handiwork that'll that'll provide for me and hopefully his loved ones as they as they get into into the, the ben, later years of life. Benny Blanco will have an array of neon signs covering his apartment. Perhaps in his window. Right. But I just imagine you with um, just just chiseling away and, and molding a gaiwan for, for the good people oh, of I'm Los Angeles. Oh, I'm just going to get it made in China. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, unfortunately, I think everyone by now knows my flag story and how long that, that took me, which uh, is hanging here. And hopefully this flag is still here and no one apprehends it. It's where it belongs. FCFC Museum is going to happen, right? No, of course, dude. The backyard is the fucking museum itself. Exactly. We have the first Henny bottle that we've ever drank together. That's going to be on display. It's going to be on display. Yeah. Gonna be on There's going to be a sensor, like an alarm sensor underneath so no one steals it. Of course. Yep. I because cannot see it any other way. Item. We got to get FCFC bobblehead. Yes. That's got to happen. Oh, that's <laughs> just, so I can, level. just so I can break them. By the way I broke Fernando Francisco Tati. Oh, man. The bobble. We need new bobbles for sure. I think I think Jenna added so much to us, as as kind of a. As a she added a lot to my youth. Thanks, Glenn, Jenna. Will, will you have sold real estate buildings to people? I hope so, man. We'll see. I, I I'm gonna be honest. I haven't been uh, great at keeping up with my studies since I registered for my real estate courses. If but, you guys uh, want a home apartment, perhaps a commercial property, I know a guy who could. <laughs> hey, I know a guy too. Hey, 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 hey. He's slacking right now, but uh, I'd like very much to buy some kind of real estate property. Yeah, give me a couple months. It's the holidays. Sean Dwyer right will have, hopefully, uh... He will have released a great record with yeah. the neighborhood coming soon. We can, we can say that Edgar on the record. Edgar will have graduated from college. <laughs> I hope. Is he finishing next year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Finally, so, let's go, Edgar. It's so great that you have already graduated six months ago. That's amazing. And we love having your party in the backyard. Hey. <laughs> cool. We're going to throw Edgar a graduation party? <laughs> it's going to fucking suck. Oh, my God. Happen. The goal of FCFC going forward is to only always do firsts. <clears throat> so that'll be the first graduation party. In FCFC FC history. But then you can't do a second one because... Gotcha. And Benny Thrifts will have created some incredible new items that we've never even conceived of. Yeah. And we would be wearing those while we listen to this. Should we make this a full-fledged FCFC like event planning committee? Quinceañeras and sweet Yo, sweet sixteen. If we could pull off a FCFC. We could barely properly like plan a barbecue. Let's not ruin some girl's sixteenth birthday. <laughs> Hey, but RF barbecue was a roaring success, man. Yeah. Maybe that's how all event planners feel, is that it's it's going to the wire and it's not going to work out. And somehow, even the best of them, it's a 50-50 shot. For us, we're one for one. That's what I see. We're batting a 1,000. 
So more barbecues, more birthdays, more sweet sixteens to come. What what else, what what should we plan? Baby showers, tour. Oh you guys God. know what a tour is? It's a Korean 100-day celebration. Nah. Tour is the first birthday. The first oh, birthday. Yeah, I've been to a couple the first of birthday. celebrations. And you got to the, the baby is laid out in front of like a in front of like a little rug with like three separate items that will de- define what you choose as a career from here on out. So they put put like put like a rack of money, a pencil and like a, I don't know, like a microphone. A microphone, right? It's like give me a singer an actuary or a fucking uh, fucking businessman and then you just you kind of choose so I think we could do do a sick one of those in the backyard <laughs> I have so a too. pinata out here for some reason I don't know <coughs> we'll make it rock I went to one is there like a lock of hair that's grown a certain length no at this one in China that I went to there was like and I remember that being a thing in China where there's like you don't cut like Oh, no, it's here. It's the front. Ah. It's the front? It comes from the front? I think it's just a little patch, and you're supposed to, like, maintain that and let it grow. This has been another episode. <laughs> this has been an episode of MCFC. I've never... Okay, we've recorded... By the time we did the Capsule Pod, we recorded something like 45 episodes, and I've never looked across the table at Slam as many times, and him just looking like he was in agony. <laughs> I, I just don't understand what's going on right now. Stick with We're it, gonna Sam. release this in a year. I, I know, I know. So tell us how you feel today, and imagine what you'll be feeling like then. Talk to yourself. Okay, this is Slim <laughs> talking to your 2020. Oh, man, I even hate doing old. like this in letter form. Yo, yo, clap, clap to bring us back in. This is this is important. Let's go. Let's let's, let's save some of this. So, <laughs> all right, one, two. one, two, three. Sam, this is a year from now. What kind of man will you be in November 26, 2020, Thanksgiving dinner time? Who are you? Look at yourself. Um, shit, man, I don't know. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm, I'm in real estate. Um, season just ended. We won the cup. We're still celebrating. We got end-of-season wrap-up parties. We have... You know, Friendsgivings. Um, I'm I'm happy and content with LAFC work, money, whatever I'm doing. I don't know, man. I'm not good at looking into the future. Crystal ballas. What do you What do you What do you see yourself in, in here from from a year from now? Year from now, I also see us holding up that MLS Cup trophy, maybe a treble mm-hmm. at this point in time. You know, just hanging out, hanging out with the boys again. I, I think we'll be exactly where we are in a year, exactly. <laughs> which is wild because I, I definitely enjoy this part of my life, and it, I think we've talked about it in the past. It's the most consistent relationship that we have. Will you be in a relationship by then? Absolutely. He's gonna be a dad, man. I'm gonna have a relationship with my newborn child. It's gonna be incredible. But yeah, I think so. I think it, it's, it's maybe it's the one hundred day time. party will be for your child. Yeah. <laughs> Was I saying that out in, out, out in some kind of expectation that I would be throwing my, my own I mean, child's 100 day? Doing the math, I think you could make that happen if you get on it in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, or she gets on it. Or oh. I'm, I'm also down for that. So it's fine. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, man. Oh, now it's, it's, it's looking ahead. We just did so much talking about what we're going to do next year. But I don't know. I just get excited over New Year's. I've always been a pretty positive person around this time of year. And um, 
Why? I don't think. Um, I don't know. The parents are pretty good about like telling me that I could do whatever I wanted to do. Like I wanted to be the fucking like a. They were like a little Korean kid in Queens was like, and I was there and I was and my parents were like I was like I want to be the next fucking senator or some some shit like that. Who says that stuff? Yeah. Like want to get into like civic duty and shit. But okay. like that has kind of passed on to all the different things I'm a part of, and I really believe that the best is yet to come. And for us here, I think that I'm excited to see everybody thrive, like Slim was saying, in <coughs> monetary fashion next year. I think we're being in the financial comfort and we're going to be chilling. But also at the same time, man, we'll be uh, traveling a ton. We'll be making some new friends, hopefully making some new partners out here for, for Slim and I. We're lonely boys right now. But uh, no, I'm just, I, I, stand, I stand here with, getting, a, with a smile because I'm, I'm excited. Are we going to make it to Saigon? Oh, um. So here's the big ones for me: Amsterdam, Saigon, Atlanta, Korea. Korea for sure. FCFC Korea has to happen next year. It has to happen. It has to happen. We might end up canceling the podcast by now. We might just release this a year from now. The podcast got canceled. It's because we didn't make it to Korea, and we just had to all leave this behind because it just wasn't worth doing. If we couldn't go to Korea together as one. Guys, I don't leave my house. I, I anticipate uh, Sam taking us all to a nice uh, night out at Magic City. <laughs> Definitely get Follies, some... Follies. Follies, okay, okay. So we'll, we'll have that for Atlanta away. How many away days will you have gone to in 2020? Four. Four sounds like a solid number. Gotcha. Yeah. Five, just to be slim on something. So that's good. <laughs> but I think, Boy. you know, we say that we, we, have, we have so much uncertainty about next year. But our lives are essentially mapped out for the next 12 months in terms of our involvement yeah. and what we're doing this with. And even the Saigon and the, the Amsterdam trip is going to be an added bonus because that's not quite supporter group stuff, but it really is important to the history of this club. But I think we'll be traveling a ton domestically for all the away games. We'll be traveling internationally for CONCACAF. And then we'll be hopefully doing more LFC origin story in fucking Saigon and in Amsterdam. Amsterdam is going to be massive. Dude, Amsterdam is important, important. Are there any supporters that have gone to every away day? Um, I think so. There's a couple people that like work for LAX and shit. I think they get like pretty good uh, flight discounts and shit like that. I don't, I don't know who exactly, but I know there's some, there's some people that that have seen some. some well, by the time mileage. this comes out, we will have found out who those people are, and we would have had them on the pod. So I hope you enjoyed listening to the episode with Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there's by a lot then, of traveling uh, to do next year, man. That's by then that's we will have, we will have heard of all the embarrassing Fern Amsterdam stories. Right, those will be with us forever. Yeah, 100. Mm-hmm. percent Ray will be drinking a lot more. Fern will have finally accepted our challenge to come on the podcast, and he will have had an episode. Mm-hmm. He would have had his moment. And uh, it was uh, great. A lot of good fucking ratings for that one. So I think in terms of this space that we're in, like we always bring up Cooligans, kind of the first in America that has done like the whole podcast lifestyle thing that has turned into something bigger. Shout out to those guys for getting on like Fubo TV and like even on some like the away day remote stuff that you do. But like, what do we want FCFC to turn into? Like, is that really the model for us? Is that, is that something that we, um, we were aspiring to? I know that we've talked about the larger involvement with it never rains and what that looks like, but I think 
It Never Rains is going to take a huge step in 2020 to establish ourselves in terms of this community here. So, please, what do you imagine? What do you want this thing to turn into, man? And what do you think that this is? I hope it doesn't turn into a community thing. Gotcha. Not, no disrespect to them, but I don't really have aspirations to be an entertainer. Uh-huh. And that's not the point of any of this. Like, they're stand-up comics, so that's what they wanted. Yeah, exactly. But for us, it's different, yeah. Um, no, I... If we get to continue to have honest interactions with people and build a hub and a community and a network to where it feels like, at least digitally or audioly, you're connected to people that you can trust and you can talk about things with and you have that old sense of like what a neighborhood used to be. Maybe some of us never really experienced that in our lives. Sort of like a digital neighborhood on the, on the people that come here and, and doing what happened at the barbecue, feeling like, you know, you you have people come over to your house you you talk about some stuff they share willingly and are open to it i hope we have more and more different kinds of guests and show that there are different kinds and different sides to all sorts of people people who listeners will definitely know and people who they've never heard of or might not have even knew existed um i would rather that to be the model i would hate to get in a situation where you're trying to appease to a like a lowest common denominator entertainment audience Mm -hmm. Uh, not to say that you have to do that but generally the powers that be anytime art and commerce do business anytime culture and commerce do business um, it's often gets you know the realness gets brushed away pretty quick and LAFC's managed to fight that for a long time and I hope they continue to do that if they can do that we can do that so I hope it doesn't turn into that I mean digital neighborhood stuff right that's a it's dope. We might have to put that on the next T-shirt by by this time. But what do you? What does that mean to you? And what I think um, we've talked a lot about what our role in the community and even this larger Expo Park community and LA community looks like. But yeah, I think it'd be good for us to kind of solidify that idea of what we want out of a larger podcast feeling and culture that comes out of what we do here on every Tuesday or Wednesday. I think you just got to keep building the platform, uh-huh. like. Not only just opening it to to people to come on and tell their stories, but to to maybe visually showcase that as well, sonically showcase it, verbally showcase it, like whatever means they have of expressing themselves as people. I think you know developing it never rains into that platform for for not only just listeners of the pod, but for the city of Los Angeles is the most important thing. And I think like throwing it all the way back to the first ever uh, meeting that we had. I think one of the, the goals that we had that was just developing the community and like reaching out to, to kids who maybe don't necessarily have the resources to get to certain places in terms of maybe what they want to do with their career, offering them a platform and saying, you know, this is this is your your place to showcase what you have to say. This is what where you could tell your story, you know, whether it be through music, art, just just building that platform i think is the most important thing because if we give if we give the city the platform and we give the city a place to tell its story it just that's what makes it all the more authentic and what makes it so much easier for us because they'll be doing the storytelling not just us right i guess that's that's why that's why like the cooligan model never works cuz like or you know i shouldn't bring them up specifically just like the entertainment model doesn't work because the goal isn't entertainment first it's like culture and people first mm-hmm. um, right and that's different uh, and yeah I totally agree with what you said look everything in 
like my life that led me down like a creative path or like a path of doing things I wanted to do required some help from somebody who like looked out for you, who like gave you a gig, who thought you could do it, who could help you learn something. Obviously, having the resources to go to college was a big deal in that. Um, yeah, for sure, there's a ton of people in arts programs and media programs. All that shit's getting cut to shreds because people don't have access to a lot of that shit. And kids are super creative and they find ways to still do it regardless. But man said this before and I'll say it again and I hope that this time next year while we release this this has already happened but you know being able to bring a kid who wants to learn how to write or do video uh, to training one day and he gets to ask players the question cut up his his piece write his piece get some guidance on how to do it better yeah and put that on our site next to our stuff yeah and show that it's that it's equal that's like that's a bigger deal than like anything we could do entertainment wise um, right and i'm just not concerned with like i'm not i'm not and we've never been concerned with like the clicks or like how much attention things are getting like letting it be what it is and people get it or they don't it goes as fast as it will but like yeah being pretty steadfast and like the commitment to to wanting to like it's not even giving back it's like they'd be giving us right yeah. they'd be provide like you said like providing like the next wave of story but like just having a venue or like a mm, like an arena where those the free change of like ideas from professionals or people who've worked in those fields to like younger people who don't necessarily have access to those type of people or those type of environments in their real life would be incredible and i mean like if i want to get really wild like that could extend into like lots of different things not just the creative spaces it's just that's what we happen to know what we happen to do but um you know that's what people used to do for each other when like communities were small and like you know that's what families do for each other you right. help out somebody it doesn't matter like why you, you do it because you can and so you do and it it's great it, like it elevates right. for both people it's never something that takes away so I, th- I think we just want to contribute in that way at least for me personally for sure and I think what you said right now about it's not giving back it's about you know, us receiving as well and them giving us, the youth that we're saying. I think I I'm, I recall a conversation we had when it was Experience Center, a lot of the older heads who had been a part of like the MLS journey or like global football for a long time. But they were just saying how important it was going to be when the first academy kid takes the pitch for LAFC for the first time. And that's, I think it, yeah. it's a weird but similar parallel that we have in terms of, I think, what our larger goal is going to be for when we even started this thing was that what we're doing here is great and what we talk about is super super fun for us to talk about all the time but when we can pass that on and someone really takes that for their own it's gonna be really it's gonna be i think truly when we win when we succeed right the helicopter's flying right over what exactly is the question what, what you, yeah, what you what want to see, like are? what it never rains to be, you know. By oh. next year, will we have a kid that we're mentoring already at this time? I hope you know? so. I, I would hope so, just because like I feel like even when I would first come into FCFC, it was like a completely different world as to what I was doing already with like SG stuff. So I, I in a lot of ways, FCFC like helped me a lot creatively to to flourish and to try a lot of different things in terms of design and like what I was doing at the time. So I, th- I think it's important to keep providing that platform 
not only just for designers, but like you said, people that want to get into writing. You never know people like that want to be a dickhead. People that <laughs> want to be a scholar, you know, professional yeah, dickheads. It's important. Yeah, like the, the, the dickhead program, the scholar program. <laughs> no, with, with professors. There's two Flynn. tracks you can take in the in the Never Rains universe. But yeah, no, like it's important to to be able to to reach the youth like that because I feel, you know, if if they if they have this this pent up creativity but they don't have you know necessarily the right people around them or even just the <coughs> right platform to go and showcase this then i'd hate for that to go wasted yeah so. like look and at the end of the day i think it's also like it's just about confidence yeah like a lot of these kids who want to do this shit it's, stu- it's probably because they've noticed that they're kind of good at it yeah or maybe that they they believe in themselves a little bit but they're nervous or they they know that money is a thing that you need in the world and they're frightened about what it would mean to pursue their passion or their dream or their their interest or their skill and just being able to learn like in a real setting this isn't like i would never want this to ever just be like some like little like digital bulletin board of kids like taping their like little art pieces to something that you sometimes walk by like there's yeah. a reason that i think all of it needs to be like on equal footing yeah and that they're given that because that will give them confidence like and and they could become incredible at what they do there's no limit to the amount of people that could like become like exceptional arts or exceptional photographers or any of that there's, there's no reason why we can't have more of those kind of people it's just you know oftentimes people have a lot of self-doubt i've certainly had a lot of self-doubt over like whether i could write professionally and you know some of these kids might even have self-doubt whether they can go to college or whether they can pursue anything in the arts or the media sphere or anything else that they're passionate about so i more than anything i think like that would be the coolest part it's like you could be with a kid and be like dude look you're dope yeah like and i can show you how you can improve but just believe in yourself because at the end of the day like i'm sure alex for you like you said it helped you creatively but also like you helped yourself creatively yeah. because by by feeling like you could start expressing yourself and like having people like like max like put his like the art that you made on his wall you know what I mean? it's like this isn't like a small yeah. deal like it's it, and it's coming from a place of of truth and reality so i just think that um the value of working with with people to help develop those skills extends to other segments of their life not only career oriented yeah right i feel like it's it's only uh it's only the beginning for a lot of those people that we that we can hopefully take under our wing and, and be able to give them that platform. And it's uh it's it's a very powerful thing because it's not just I th- I feel like sometimes we we may think you know just because we're a very uh, LAFC central like or centric centric um, type of outlet, but it's really for the city you know and like it's 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 about helping kids that maybe might have not have even heard of LAFC before but have heard of it never rains or they've heard yeah. of FCFC and they they find a they find a gateway through that to LAFC or like even if they don't even venture venture into that but just feel so comfortable enough to share their content with us and 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 help and let's help them guide them I think that's that's really important think of the way that music sports these things like powered your interest as a kid like caught your eye or caught your ears yeah. and you started to sort of like go into that world because of that all this stuff is like a gateway into yeah. you finding like your path or like 
your potential yeah. and realizing that like oh wait I don't have to like not do things like yeah. I can do things I feel like there's, like, a, there's enough voices out there that tell yeah. you like why you shouldn't do something or why it's like not worth your time or like why you can't right there's like yeah. enough of that but there's if you d- if you don't follow these little avenues you might not never get that idea so yeah like if people end up hearing about it through music the playlist that we're going to start putting out like yeah. through other events or other art things I, I completely agree with what Alex said it's like yeah we're like we're through a black and gold tinted lens but that's sort of like that's sort mm. of it it's not I I would hope that it's not only kids who just like are obsessed with the players on the field that like want to like do something with this and I get the sense that you know the people don't listen to us for that and people don't yeah. come here for that so I know that you know if you're listening to this you probably get that we're like we'd be like the the outlet you know like the the pigeons and planes or like the the trans world magazines you know the the things that we showcase will will draw people to to our platform and i think that that's the most important thing and with that we're going and we'll take our first break oh we did at the same time Back in, Spice Man. Let's One, do it. Two, three. We're back here with FCFC Pod. This November is our 26, 2020. Limited edition time capsule episode. And we're talking about just uh, all the things that, that might, might, might happen, might transpire, or we just want this to be a kind of a fun listening experience for us to go forward and uh, to have in the bank. But, man, what are we, uh, what are we most looking forward to? 2020 that uh, we might be looking forward to in a, in a kind of fondly you know as we go forward so we talk about reminiscing halfway and then thinking in the future but what are we looking forward to the most life wise LAFC wise I think I'm going to try to run 100 miles next year 100 miles I, might. I shouldn't be getting ahead of myself because I still as of this recording haven't ran 50 miles but I in will be running it next week hey double up man that's yeah. what we're talking about there's a, something called the Angeles Crest 100 where you run through the mountains in the Angeles National Forest, like through all the Alpine Mountains that you see over there. Uh, it take, usually takes like between like 20 and 25 hours, and you just fucking go. And you have people who like give you food along the way, and you just like sort of go. Oh, in one shot, or what's yeah, up? Yeah, one, one time. It's 100 miles one shot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Please, okay. <laughs> Dude, FCFC remote episode at, at Mount Baldy as, as we cheer Dweez on. Freeze, freezing our ass off. like the 23rd hour, right? Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Or at the beginning. I, I, need, I need the gas at the beginning. Gotcha. Right. We'll have some head to see like, for you in the beginning. Yeah, I, you know. Sponsored, it's tough to sponsored. say if I will definitively do it. I think I'd like to do it in the next couple of years. But this doing this 50-mile training has jazzed me up. And um, it's just... I need intensity in my life, and as someone who works from home, I don't get that intensity from like assholes cutting me off in traffic. Mm. I'm happily without a car in LA for three years. Um, Congrats. Thank you, thank you. Um, but like, I just think I need the intensity a little bit, and by doing something like that, that's like not always or even often that fun necessarily. It's just like a lot of intensity. Um, it's fun for me. Yeah. Sam, do you need more intensity in your life? Do you feel like that that do you a world of good? Yeah, I will probably need to force myself to do something more intense. I'm pretty laid back. Um, Sam's going to join you on this 100-mile run. Yeah. <laughs> but, you did, but you enjoy being laid back. 
I you. enjoy being intense. This is true. So. Oh, so you feel like you've been missing? No, but that at the same time, yeah, I've been missing it. I I need to add more intensity, just because being too laid back can be unproductive. Yeah. Do you I think you are laid back? Do you feel like that's that's something that's that describes you pretty well? Laid back, L.A. cat. I, I, I don't know, you guys. No, but laid back has a negative connotation. It's as if you like can't get your shit done. Slim's like extremely punctual. Yeah. And like he like gets his shit done. And he's like <laughs> a great communicator, and he's like really reliable as a person. Right. When you say laid back, I think sometimes it comes into contact with. I bet there's another better word than laid back. It's probably like lethargic. Nah, man. <laughs> he's sort of like he's. I would say he's actually. This was Rich the one that mentioned that I was Zen? I'm not that Zen. He's, I think Slim's more Zen. Even though he does like a, a dickhead outburst now and again, you can tell like he's not really like cutting him deep and he's like really getting pissed about it. He's sort of like, mm, you know, whatever. <laughs> like it'll be fine. I'm like, oh damn, that's some that's some real way to look at it. Sam does have a lot of like problem solving capabilities. I think that is the reason why. I think most of the time he's like pretty even keel. Can see both both sides or something like that. So I, I trust his opinion when it comes to like resolving shit like in another life or even like when he was younger he probably could have been an engineer, <laughs> engineer. <laughs> your parents would be so proud no, so. no but like if don't you weren't if you weren't, false hope. hey if you weren't like if like you didn't love life as much and if you weren't like getting out there and living and you like fucking love to study you probably would have just <laughs> because you're good, you're good with like like making sure it's handled and that's like what engineers have to do like the bridge cannot break mm. how can I make this bridge like if any of us were to design a bridge, you'd make the most beautiful bridge, Alex. Thank you. His bridge would be stunning. Yeah. Josh's bridge would be half complete. <laughs> 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 My bridge would have like turned into like I don't know, Bado, like a raft. You know, like yeah, I probably yeah, would have yeah. just been like, nah, this I'd give up like halfway and just make another way across. <laughs> right. And some would make like a solid bridge, like right. a reliable you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I feel I feel really like <laughs> triggered and seen right all, now. All he sees is a half bridge right now. He's like, "What the fuck?" It's it's a half bridge that I've told people that's finished, so they no, just no, keep no, driving it, off the cliff. You know, it would be like modern art. You know what I mean? That's what I'm yeah, saying. It's an art exhibition. Yeah, exactly. Just mired in fucking death and body. No, I think I think you've made like a solid bridge up to a point, and then you've been like, you know what about this bridge stuff? Mm, I don't even think enough people go across this shit. You know? <laughs> but like <laughs> Slim would have made it because like that's you know that was the thing. That, that was on the table to do, and he'd do it. So, yeah. that, so laid back is like a laid back person generally wouldn't build the bridge, right? Right. So I don't know that laid back really fits you. None of us have built a bridge, please. <laughs> <laughs> None of us have done it. You really want Sam to build a build be an engineer? Dude. This for, is thanks incredible. Thanks for the encouragement, though. <laughs> I mean, it's not about actually building a bridge, y'all. Look. Look. <laughs> Look. I realize that we're speaking a, a year into the future in a fictional and metaphorical realm. I'm just asking you guys to come with me on this journey. So we're right here with you, please. How did we get, take us? How did we get down to that? I don't know. What are we looking forward to? Yeah, was that, that all? Yeah, that, yeah. Was that yeah, all was, that I asked? What are What are you looking forward to? Oh, and yeah. you said a hundred right. mile run. And, yeah, like, yeah, what, do you, what are we both, doing both outside of LAFC? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Life. What do you guys think you're missing in your lives that you want it to have oh, added shit. in 2020? Oh, fuck, that's dumb. That's, this that's, is more metaphysical. That's heavy. Not, uh, not, like, I don't want to hear about shakes if you want, like, to add more breakfast smoothies. Yeah. Actually, you can have that if you want. It's 
some who kale, I, kale in the morning? Dictate. I do make smoothies. You fucker. <laughs> hey, I gotta prepare breakfast for the house, man. Gotta make something quick, so I'm at work. Just smoothies for everybody? Sometimes avocado toast. Wow. But in 2020, it's gonna be... Make your own damn breakfast. You know why I was so triggered by the uh, by the bridge thing? Because I'm gonna bring that back. <laughs> why I was so hurt by that? That's someone I I, I spent so much time with. Dweez can see me so clearly, and it's so true. It's. <laughs> I mean, we I'm don't know if it would be half finished or like it was supposed to start months ago, and it's still just not starting yet. It's <laughs> like an under construction sign. <laughs> But the the plans in my head are great. Oh yeah, yeah no, the yeah, plans yeah. are yeah, yeah, immaculate. When I'm I'm having a this beer with you, this might be the grandest bridge of all the bridges. Right, right, right. His yeah, you would probably just fall asleep with the the blueprint. <laughs> Napping oh next to the bl- blueprint in this little tube. This is terrifying. You're using it as a body pillow instead of like using it as a blueprint anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's in the tube. The lethargicness you're talking about, and I would say laziness has followed me my entire life. Like from whatever friend group I'm in, for this to to dawn in terms of. <laughs> The, my my friends here in Los Angeles is, is really it's really fo- it's always followed you yeah oh Other for sure people. yeah my closest friends are like ah yeah you know Josh, Josh probably be late or he'll he, he won't get here it's fine yeah you know? Josh lives like ten minutes from here <laughs> I always I, I and always, I am always always here before him there's no, probably been there's one been some time. times there's been one or two times I counted the times I've been here before you it's been three I want to say times. it's like twice <laughs> three times three times three times all right I'll, give me I'll that. believe you give me that wait so I always thought. Your coming to Los Angeles was like when that those characteristics would have started, because back on the East Coast you were like all you were all tightened up and you got to really like let yeah, loose out yeah, here, yeah. so you kind of like yeah. you're like oh okay you would think like, that right like now I can like take it easy but yeah. actually it's the other way around yeah. you only came to Los Angeles because you knew you could get away with it right <laughs> <laughs> I think the way that my friends have, have said that was like you'd be a good fit in Los Angeles was kind of a dig was that it's like oh it might be a little slower pace for you <laughs> <laughs> and he's still late <laughs> it's um Jesus. why do you think you why do you why do you think that is uh and do you do you really uh, actually care or you don't really care I've been starting to care more man I think in like when I was growing up, it was kind of cool to show up later, you know, because it's kind of seemed like you're busy. But then, uh, <laughs> this is this is this is actually fact coming from fact. But now I know, like it's really uncool because people are relying on you to be there at a certain time or get something done at a certain time. And so, out of 2020, what I'm really hoping, what I'm missing right now, is a sense of accountability. How many times oh, are you gonna shit. beat Slim next year? Four. Four times. Oh, <laughs> that's the first thing he didn't double up. Because <laughs> he knows. Uh, man. Yeah, dude. It's just like I have some cavities that the dentist told me about months ago <laughs> uh, that, that are eating away at my, my enamel right now that I really want to take care of. So those will all be taken care of by 2020. Nice. Maybe this Damn, is our what? lives outside of LAFC are fucking <laughs> whack. <laughs> That's why, oh, man. I really shit. want to take charge of this shit. You know, I think because we've been so busy, I've had something to run to or a meeting or something to go to every single day. And so oftentimes I don't take care of my own self, you know? And, like, I think that comes probably at a discredit or a disservice to a lot of the other shit that people expect me to show up for. But self-care, I'm really. Dog. Yeah, about self-care. the self care stuff, about stuff that I don't necessarily like, 
like no one's gonna really take care of that stuff for me you know and so i it used to be like oh man like i want like a partner i want like a girlfriend by the end of it. i was like no i really want to like fucking fix the cavities in my teeth you know <laughs> <laughs> like i want to get my oil changed like responsibly you know yeah <laughs> like all the all the stuff that i wanted to buy for my mom i want to buy them next year you know yeah, that, yeah. those are the things that i want to do wow. and so if those are all those three things in particular are settled by next year because all the lhc stuff is going to go great already then i'll have lived a good life in a good year and i think um i can chalk it up to this conversation where my friend saw me for what else really was before he was a <laughs> shit. So wow. thank you guys for, for putting that on me. And uh, and I'm grateful, but also I'm really hurt. <laughs> I, I feel so, I feel like an open nerve right you now. Feel, you feel like a half a bridge? <laughs> I feel like a half a bridge in the middle of the fucking Pacific, man. Shit. Oh, man. But maybe by, by, maybe by the time that that this episode comes out a year from now in the time capsule, uh-huh. November 26, 2020, I'll actually feel like you're the type of guy that will complete the bridge. Don't, don't put this metaphor on me as fucking life lessons, dude. Well, the ghetto bird got the spotlight out. Maybe the That's time for us. pod might be our only pod. Aliens, aliens are coming. I wonder if he's... Oh, oh he's circling. He might be here for a little bit. <laughs> what about... What do you want? Give us, give us one thing to latch our teeth <clears> onto. <throat> AC. I wanna, I wanna pay off all my my debt from San Francisco. Yeah. Definitely trying to trying to put that in the past 100. percent Fuck the system. Yeah, fuck the system. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely debt. It's not it's not anything crazy. I'm not like in the hole or anything like by a, by a stupid amount, but like just having paid that off, I think would be chill. Um, definitely health wise, get on a much better uh, eating habit. Uh, I can't count the amount of times I've ate out this past year. It's been like a, a, a ridiculous amount, and I think that I could definitely benefit from a home cooked meal. Mm-hmm. Um, now I feel like you're talking about me again. Hey, dude. What the I, fuck? I'm, <laughs> I'm over to Constant Dweez. We do lots of home cooked oh, meals over here. Dude, come, uh, on, yeah. come on down, guys. Now, that Sachi, we, now we know Sachi enjoys our first meal. We'll just come over three times a week. Complimentary meal. Definitely, uh, a pot and a meal. it's a fucking commune out here, dog. Yeah, oh, like, geez, this, is, this is my dream. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know that all of this is me, really. Just it was tea was the Trojan horse, and yeah. then commune is the dream. Commune <laughs> is the dream. Just cloaks from everybody here. That's Zero cloaks. Keep your cloaks. You can miss me with the cloaks. Oh no. no I need <laughs> Definitely trying to trying to save my money rather than uh, recklessly spend a little bit. Try to try to save try to save up maybe. Get a get a spot of my own as well. We all gotta buy a house from Slim, yeah. man. That's that's yeah, I, yeah. See, like that's the got any good spots good for communes? Um, I'll let you know. Let me get my license. <laughs> See, first. Anything, anything pops up on you, the you got so. anything in the in the triple digits? <laughs> oh, gotta, man. Um, Do you yeah. guys think that there'll be apartments available for triple digits in 2020? No. November 26th. Fuck no. I feel like there's like a handful left. I feel like they're just like single room occupancy type shit. Yeah, maybe in Victorville. <laughs> yeah, you might be like in some shed or some shit. Um, yeah, no man, just that. Hopefully, uh, Peter hasn't gotten sick of me by then. Hey. So, things will be tight, and hopefully, just um, hopefully, just be be building beautiful bridges. 
Dude, he's gonna make some fucking nice freezes. I would put, probably put drawing like you could just draw five. I could commission you to draw me five bridges, and I bet they'd be dope enough to put on my wall. That's the confidence that I. I'm have just gonna become man. an architect, <laughs> like a like a project manager next year, dude. Louise is just all our parents right now, being like, "Hey, you know, you could choose a real career and like <laughs> make something out of this." No, man. Send me a job posting for Gensler. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be sick. No, Josh Spice uh, this time <clears throat> next year is also gonna have a, a little short spice. Film out. Oh, short film out. Done. Oh yeah, release. Because another part of the commune project is that we help people's creative projects get off the ground. You know, this commune doesn't sound so bad after all. Turns out, it's what we were missing all along, guys. No cloaks, only buckets? Only buckets, and it's only optional buckets. Sounds like Scientology. <laughs> Capsule hotel. You've heard of a capsule that you can take to have a better day. Ecstasy. <laughs> You've heard of capsules for enhancement. I'm just capsules kidding. Don't do drugs, kids. This is a capsule pod. We're having a great time. It started out a little rocky. It started out a little weird. <laughs> Very but if you're rocky. Rocking, if you're rocking with us now, a full year after we're recording this, we hope you've enjoyed this small and strange journey of predictions of uh, trying to read the crystal ball mm -hmm. of delving in and scraping through Josh's feelings a little bit. Um, <laughs> and now it's tea time with Dweez. Tea time? What else would it be? It might be 2020, late November, looking looking backwards at an election that we all hope went well. <laughs> but uh, we still got the tea pouring, y'all. That's the thing. Presidents come and go. Managers come and go. Arsenal hopefully aren't in the doldrums. That'd be a funny thing to try to predict. Where's Arsenal right now? Uh, Champions League. Champions League. I hope. <laughs> I, you, you just got the AC. Just got the ambition right now, which I which I really like. Things have been dark, but I will say this: it's been cool because we had troops on the pod. Oh yeah. In twenty twenty. Yep. Yeah. That was big fun up. to have. Big up. Shout out troops. Shout out troops. Hopefully. Bluff and bluff and bluff. You sure you're not gonna switch to uh, espresso time with Dweez by twenty twenty? A little frappuccino of the week for FCFC pod. Can we end the pod now? Like, yeah, dude looks like he wants to kill you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Dweez look more upset. Frappuccino like, pod of French the week? Pour? Wait, did you say the Frappuccino pod of the week? Fra Frappuccino pod of the week, exactly. Frappuccino what the fuck does that mean? Frapp of the week. We Frapp just have to pour? promote one Frappuccino I would like to give a shout-out to Thelma Orozco, who gave us this um, beautiful Vietnamese oolong tea, which Ooh. we're drinking on. Oh, wow. Um, Thanks, Thelma. Miss she you. is the second guest, the third guest, to bring over tea hopefully if we're listening to this in 2020 which we are we've had a whole army more of guests because again this is all just a scheme for me to get more tea more tea what is this a scheme to get you more of josh stability stability <laughs> <laughs> hey you've been fucking stable though you I'm missed okay. what? You went to Italy once? I went to Italy Otherwise, once. Otherwise, I think you've been here. Didn't, did we do another episode without him? Yeah. Just the shotgun episodes. I forget. We did We did a couple without him. You guys, I think there's like two each. Two without Josh, two without me. You know what I'm looking forward to? Not not <laughs> having to record a pod for a week. No, the first, <laughs> <laughs> the first episodes 
without me. Mm. No, that's gonna be weird as fuck, dude. Shit show, man. I'm not looking forward to that at all. I know we're gonna drink coffee that day. Oh, Oh. (laughs) I hope hope I have a call in, and I can protest with my tea from wherever (laughs) it is I am. Hopefully, we'll have uh, a voicemail that is uh, very active next season. Our voicemail sucks right now. It's all spam. I know nobody (laughs) wants to talk to us, dude. What the fuck's up with that? I think they just want to listen. They're voyeuristic. Stop being fucking shy and shit, you pansies. Um, <laughs> speaking of traveling and whatnot, where do you guys want to travel to next year? Korea. Not Korea. Not for related to... Yeah, nothing LAFC related. Korea? Well, I, yeah, Korea. I will say for the exclusive, for the pod exclusive, I'm hoping to, Sachi and I are hoping to do a little, a little visiting of her family in Japan. Hey. Wow. For a little bit of time. What That's one of the reasons that? we definitely need to create a plan in place in case I'm there for a few weeks. Josh, you have garage band? No. Right, get that shit. So by, 20, <laughs> so by the time that this episode comes out, we've conceived a way for these guys to also record. Oh, man. Um, hopefully they can just come over and just still record in the backyard. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Everyone in the roommates gets it. Maybe, maybe it'll be fine. Just have Craig set it up for us before we get here. Yeah. Sachi time in Japan. That's fun, man. Wait, well, what city is that? So her family lives in Yokohama. Okay. But um, she's from she spent a lot of years in Hiroshima okay like her middle school years so she's got a lot of good memories there and then she was born in Hokkaido in the north of Japan mm. so uh, those where are two places at. yeah yeah where the cream's at so I've never <laughs> been up there thanks um, for the milk tea I thought the same thing I've, I'd like to go uh, and we just you know we missed the fam Sachi hasn't been to, back to Japan in three years wow for real yeah we've we've been spending <sighs> you guys have to understand how big of a part of my life you've been listening to the podcast or you've been hanging out with me you know how big a part of my life traveling is and I've been more permanent in one place now than I've been since I was 17 years old so I do hope that like getting the travel back in the blood system will help uh, keep some of the demons at bay yeah man what for okay let's talk we, we brought up Euro 2020 a couple times already Dweez as a seasoned international football traveler what kind of money are we talking about for us to have a good time, for us, how much, how many days do I need to do the Euros correctly? If, if it's if it's done in four different countries as proposed. If you are smart, or at least if you're not bougie, uh-huh. and you take a couple precautions, all this shit is super cheap. Yeah. Like travel in general, football travel, sure. Getting tickets, yeah. Like all of it is, it's super doable. So the flight out the is all. It's going to cost me four fifty or five hundred in summertime. Mm-hmm. Just doing that off the bat. Round trip. Round trip. Four hundred dollars. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Yeah. That's no. why I spent in Italy to go a little after summertime. So. Okay, so you did it right. Okay. Dude, cool. you can get tickets to Europe. I saw tickets to London for like two hundred and eighty bucks. She. That's how much I spent to go to New York. That's crazy. Yeah. Like this shit is crazy. Um, okay. And Good to know. like, yeah, you want to get school on where you should stay? Yeah. You want to get yeah. school on how? Dude, you gotta start opening up fucking couch surfing. Oh god, I was no, scared you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Dude, some of the best memories I've ever had in my what life. What? Okay, say no, we go with a group of five, right? We can do. Okay, uh, if you're like on this, like I want to have like the Euro experience with my boys. Maybe yeah, yeah, like, boys with the that boys. Makes it, like, even, Don't use that voice. It makes it harder. Oh god. But those boys have to be like prepared to, you know, like endure some of the austerities sometimes, and like uh-huh. you might have to just like not always do the easy and nice things like that yeah that cafe outside with all like the 
chairs and, and beautiful oh, that looks nice but that like, sounds awesome if you go yeah. eat there it's gonna be a problem why not go to the grocery store buy some fucking bread buy some meat and a ton of beer and go drink and eat in the park save like a ton of dough and be able to buy your ticket to the match instead of just eating out of the fucking cafes or if you're like going to london you just go to chicken shops and you get like three piece for like pound two pound with, yeah. a, with a strawberry miranda Dude, two pounds is actually twenty dollars in the U.S. So it's gonna fuck us over either way. Uh, the the whole problem is this, oh, like, fuck. <laughs> it's it's like, again, and like people would say this shit to me when I would come back, and I want to fucking slap them in the face. They'd be like, "Oh, you're so lucky. You gotta go to the world. Just so lucky, World Cup. I won't go to the World Cup. It's so cool. You you must be lucky and rich." <laughs> I'm like, "No, you fucking assholes." <laughs> Like, I don't drive a really nice car. Yeah. I don't, like, do a ton of things in this country so that I could have the money to go do that. And then right. even when I'm there, I'm careful and smart about it. And I probably have a better time than you have yep. with your, like, fucking bougie-ass outdoor cafes. Yeah, Josh. When I'm, in the, when I'm in the fucking parks with some other, like, Europeans of my, you know, level who yeah. are like, oh, dude, this guy's eating in the park with me. He probably wants to drink some wine. Start drinking some wine. Maybe we're going to go fucking check out their weird little, like, like leftist rally slash punk show later, uh-huh. you know, and just like see what they're all about. Like you get into stuff that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. And that's another good reason to do couch surfing. People who think I'm only talking about couch surfing for economic reasons, go fuck yourselves. Here's the <laughs> damn truth. Alright? You do couch surfing, you get to meet people you would never ever come across. And those people invite you into their homes. They're generally like super friendly, want to show you their city. They're psyched about their city. They couldn't yeah. wait. They love wherever they live, like you love Los Angeles. Oh. And you get there and, and you just want to see them, and they're like fucking super down to go show you around. And I've had some of the most unbelievable experiences through that. Sometimes by myself, sometimes with one or two other people. So consider that. Wait, For, so talk. To, AC's, AC's to, got a point here. To, to, to run it back to Dweez, what was your best experience and what was your worst experience on couch Yeah, surfing? yeah. Like, talk to me when you're like going to meet the people couch surfing the first time. See, this is just the fact that, like, people think it's weird is the problem. Like, it's 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 actually, I don't have any negative ex- couch surfing experiences. Uh-huh. Zero. No, I, that shit's weird. Did you look exactly like The fact that you, you don't right think now? it's weird is you're weird. Yeah, yeah. You're just sleeping on some random person's couch for free. That's weird. Are you actually sleeping on their couch? I think it's couch? not weird. Sometimes they have whole rooms. One oh. time when I went to, to Sweden... Malmo, where uh, our boy Zlatan Ibrahimovic was from, you take the train. Wait, he's not there. on the team anymore, right? Um, and this is coming out in 2020 when people don't hate him as much. Hey, I'm thankful I can uh, stop hating that fucker again, but I still can't so, love him as much as I once did before either. So that's kind of sad as well. <laughs> but so he uh, he was born in a small town called Malmo. I went there once with my friend when I was emailing the the girl I was going to stay with for couch surfing, she replied, like, yeah, 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 I'll see you there. And then, like, she shows up. She's, like, hilarious and wasted. And she's like, hey, I'm actually going to Stockholm right now. So here's the keys to my apartment. I'll be back. I probably won't see you guys, you know, until I get back uh, next week. So just leave me in the mailbox. And so she just left and left us with her whole apartment in Malmo. And there's, like, I am, like, a pretty firm believer, and you guys can call me some woo-woo hippie shit. I don't give a shit. Like, (laughs) In general, like, if you're open and you're, like, cool in the world, like, good shit happens. And people are kind and they trust you. And if you're, like, a fucking cagey Didn't your brother get ethered in fucking... If you're cagey, you know, if you're cagey and you think everyone's out to get you, and you're, like, walking down the street, like, on some cagey shit, your ass is gonna get robbed. 
Uh, your ass is gonna get. Besides Tim Dwyer, who shouted Tim, who was on one of the episodes last yeah. year, and he got ethered and thrown down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> For um, not giving someone a cigarette. But, like, but is... that he, he was. How can I put Tim? I love my brother, but he's like, he's not. It's not even like he's like being open to the world. He's like just oblivious. Like he's like not paying attention to the things around him. That's different. That's different than being like, oh, this person's like. Like I, w- I would not call you oblivious, Tweez. But just hear what you just said. Is my older brother got ethered out of outside of a bar? Wasn't outside of a bar. He was like wandering like down by the beach, oh, like like a. Shit. He was like it was on some like. You know, he had a rag. <laughs> he had a rag over his mouth. This is your kin that it happened to. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then we're talking about. Oh, you know, he saw like some kids in the corner like playing with some things that looked like less than. Yeah. You know. Warm, homely yeah. environment. So he looked and with he his just, eyes, like, which he's just what like, we "Hello, do. fellow kids." And then just got rolled, got rickled. <laughs> and I'm, hey, I'll say what I said before. You can always be in the right place, wrong time. Yeah, maybe you go into the couch tripping guy's house, and he is like a serial killer. Yeah. But like, here's the thing, right? Is the serial killer gonna have like 15 to 20? Like glowing reviews from all these other couch surfing users who've all stayed there. It's the same shit as buying stuff online. You don't buy from somebody who doesn't have any reviews and just like, yeah, I promise you these are the real dumps. It's honestly Look, no better see, than, like, than Airbnb because like that dude could come back and kill you. Exactly. Or yeah. your Uber driver, like whatever. Yeah. Then don't go. Then never leave your house. If you're fucking scared, stay yeah. home and don't go to the Euros. Yeah. That's what I've been doing since the season ended. <laughs> <laughs> so if you do want to go to the Euros and just not be a an idiot about it pansy face and also like you should go with your boys also like don't always hang out with your boys the whole time go do some other shit you'll thank yourself I love my boys though go 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 looking for love have you ever gone to a foreign country by yourself no never it's an amazing feeling I can't even watch a movie by myself (laughs) go to the movies by yourself first and then start going to the I've done the movie alone but it's like you'll learn something by yourself it's nice you gotta connect with people you gotta find out what Josh really wants to do it's all about like this fool's just gonna sit in his Airbnb for the whole trip <laughs> <laughs> and just fucking get posted. Hey, meet meet your friends for half of it and do half of it alone. That's your challenge. And by the time we talk about this in 2020, you will have done that. So yeah. imagine what you could have learned by that. Honestly, I probably will lie to you and just tell you that I did it. <laughs> my boys, it's the boys and the boys. The boys and the boys. I will say, even up. if you do the boys thing, I did the whole Russia trip. All those cities, all those games. Uh, I think we were there for like 15 days, 16 days. Lucky. With the flights. You were there for 15 days. Three Gs. Lucky. Three Gs for like fucking six games or whatever we went to. Three Gs. For everything, including the flights, including everywhere we stayed, including everything we paid for. That's not terrible. So, shut up with your stupid $10,000 budgets for like a week in Europe. Also, though, like, if you have jobs, go for it. I don't care. I just didn't have jobs for the most time. (laughs) I love cafes with pretty chairs, though, (laughs) Dweez. That's a a good tip, though. Sit at the park, drink a little bit. Dude, shopping at the grocery stores in Europe with, like, the bread and nice meats. Dude, in Italy, go to the butcher shop. Get the dude's meat. Go to the bakery. Pause. Buy the, <laughs> buy, the, piggy the pause. Buy, the, buy the bread. Go to the fucking cheese area. Get, get all the cheese. That guy's meat. Then go eat it, and it's like the most delicious shit of all time. Yeah. And you're right. You're right. I got a lot of built-in resentment left over. From hey, people, you guys fucking suck. 
leftover from people fuck who are trying guys. to tell me about, you know, how much they wanted to travel but they couldn't. It's like if you want to travel, shut the fuck up and go travel, and then come and learn something about the world and come back and come on the pod and tell me about it. I t- I, my entire European trip was was Airbnb affiliated. But yours was with family. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that's like, if I if I went alone, yeah, your parents aren't gonna slum it. That's the thing. I I don't think I ever would have really done it. I mean, it's the truth. I mean, your parents. What I mean is, your your parents aren't gonna sleep on some stranger's couch. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Know. And it's not always <laughs> couches. They got full blown rooms, and some of these people have full blown places, and they're really cool. You know, why do you think they want to open their their spot up? Because if you've ever done it, I've opened mine. Not this house, but. Um, where I've lived before. Yeah. Because I had to give back after all the amazing experiences I had. You get this, it's awesome bringing people around to the place that you love. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, lived abroad, like a pin. Dude, if you've ever yeah, lived abroad it, or true. if you've ever spent serious time abroad and you met someone who showed you, who like truly clued you into a place, it changes your life. Yeah. Because you're like, holy fuck, like this person just showed me like all the cheat codes for a city like very very quickly yeah in a place I, I didn't know codes. and sometimes I didn't I didn't have the language to do so the feeling of wanting to give that back to someone and then any opportunity you do to get it you fucking take it because it's like the coolest shit of all time and it's super easy for those of us who live somewhere to just like meet someone you kind of get what they're about and just go out with them for a few days yeah. and it changes like their their game they fucking love your city and they really get to see something like I always jumped at the opportunity to do that now I in fact, when I first met my now wife, that was my only goal. She had just moved here from Japan. I wasn't even really trying to date her. I was just like, oh, you like these things and you're here? Like, and then our next second date was Love on Theory and the rest is history. Hey. There we go. You're saying that I could find wifey? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know what? I It's weird. I actually did, um, like, after college, I did a nonprofit thing for 10 weeks where we're touring California and like screening documentary and stuff. And so I'm used to that kind of that kind of generosity and like if you don't book someone's place to stay at then you're sleeping in the car. So I, I'm used to that. I think I'm just used to some of the finer things now and it sucks. Now I see myself <laughs> talking like this. <laughs> but like I used I used to be I used to be right there. But now it's uh I don't know if I don't trust people as much anymore but I mean, Straight, maybe it's it's a language barrier for sure. I think the language barrier in a different country. I want but the an best app part to is, tell me. Yeah, stuff. what an app? You'd rather choose an app? Why not a person? In fact, I would argue that not knowing the language is it all the more reason to go stay with someone who generally the host will indicate like which languages they speak. So you go yeah. stay with someone who does speak that language, and guess what? Also speaks the local language. When I when I went to the Ukraine for the Euros in two thousand twelve. Yeah. And I was in Donetsk and Kharkiv. Like the guy at Kharkiv, he was like, he spoke like great English, like perfect English. And he like showed us around Kharkiv, and it was like, dude, this is so cool because we're with a dude who like knows everything about Kharkiv. But now I can pay for that service for two hundred dollars and have someone's grandma teach me how to make pasta on the afternoon. <coughs> hmm. Sounds less appealing. Yeah, it actually is. On <laughs> the pay someone's <laughs> grandma. Um, but yeah, to answer to answer the original question, I've had like a lot of amazing experiences. I, I think mostly uh, they've been amazing experiences. And yeah, I was like younger, and maybe it is better to do when you're younger. If you ask me, you know, thirty now, four years old in 2020, what would I do if I went on like a couch or anything? Would that be better? I'm not sure. But. But 15 days. How many games? Six games. 
three G's total. We only get like five, but we also went to like games on the opposite side of Russia. I see. I'm trying to think of how much cheaper that is than a normal. Because I want to say, a, like a ten-day trip to Korea would probably be around like three, three thousand. Yeah, but did yeah, you go five to like more days. five World Cup games? No, like but I got shit-faced every fucking day. We did too. Oh, alright. <laughs> so, I'm not. I'm not like saying that that's the cheapest you could have done it. I think there's somebody who, you know, like went there and like did the whole World Cup for free or whatever. If you want to get really crazy about this shit, I'm like not. I am not like advocating for the most hippy-dippy thing ever. I, there's things I like to do. I like to have a shower, you know what I'm saying? I like to sleep in bed. <laughs> I've not slept in beds before when it came down to it, but I'm just saying, like, I think there's a huge perception gap with how much travel should cost, and there's a perception gap with how difficult it is to get tickets. Generally, if you go to any match in the world, including World Cups, and you wait outside the stadium before, and you're, like, not an idiot, you can probably get a ticket to the game, and probably get it for under the cost of the game, face value. That was Ben right before Ben Chi when he was on the podcast. He was saying that he was going to go to um, the Champions League final. Yeah, and he got one. I don't. I don't. We didn't hear the story of how, but he did. He got it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't remember how either. But I've also heard things in like outside of like English stadiums where everything is so lottery based that you cannot. Get, there's no scalpers outside. There. Are. Yeah. You're incorrect, Josh. Yeah. I mean, but in some cir- circumstances, it's better to lock it up first. My only point is this: like, don't not go to the Euros because you think it's going to cost ten thousand dollars. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, it'll cost like eighty-five. You know, you could just go to South America and walk in too. True. Some people have done it. You could go to South America, walk in. I walked into a stadium in Buenos Aires. Yeah, I recently watched the the Copa ninety, um, Super Classico. Like little mini duck that they did. Yeah, supposed didn't even get to record the the match because it got delayed so many times because all the crazy shit that was happening there. It's nuts out there for people. So what is the other types of traveling other people are going to be doing next year? Hmm. Well, Amsterdam. Amsterdam is going to be be a big one for for those of you all. Football is like the ultimate vacation for me, man. If yeah. I can catch a game or see a stadium as part of a, a new country experience, then like I'm happy, man. I definitely, I definitely want to make it out to the Emirates next year. That's my goal. Yeah, yeah. stay down to faith, bro. It's gonna happen. I want to see Old Trafford next though? year too. If you if you do end up going to England and you do want to do that, mm-hmm. from everything I'm hearing, I haven't been for a while. But mm-hmm. going to away games is generally better, and going to small away games, if yeah. you can go to like. Southampton away. Yeah. Go to a home game for sure. Check yeah. it out. But you're going to enjoy the Southampton away more or the Wolves away or whatever. Yeah. Um, Do you think people outs- like outside of America feel that same way about like watching a basketball game here or or we're catching like a, a baseball game here, you know, in the same way that we think about I think international football? I think unfortunately like the the corporate experience that has overtaken and has always overtaken American sports, yeah. I think I'm not saying they don't have a good time, but like we had um, our old roommate Emmy's friend from Japan come, who like all he wanted to do was go to a basketball game. Yeah, and he like liked it, but like, dude, if you can go to like a a game like so, if you lived in Vancouver 
and you like never saw real football before, and you're like been to Whitecaps games. Not that their fans aren't all right, and you have the chance to go to Buenos Aires, and you got to go see that. That's like a life changing experience to see yeah. a game there. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, or if you could even go to, you know, Germany, go to a game in Dortmund. Yeah. It's like a, that's like a, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it actually goes up in your eyes of like what's possible versus like I think it's sort of like going to Disneyland, probably closer to going to Disneyland than going to like seeing the real thing. Because you get to see like the players and that's cool, but like you're just like bombarded with like advertisements and like a very like curated experience. And I think that's one of the reasons why people say going to LAFC games and some of the other teams in MLS is like actually more reminiscent of like that what it was right like in England's heyday because I think English football and like those big stadiums is just like tanking in terms of yeah. what I'm hearing from people saying that they love it like at the at the big stadiums yeah Stanford Bridge Emirates um, West End yeah I bet you the Tottenham Stadium as beautiful as it is I bet that going to games there is like a little bit more like going to NFL games you know mm-hmm. like it's like a, this new stadium it's just not personal it's built exactly miss some of that but I think we're still a little removed like there are still people that are like super fans of you know these things like yeah but those people love going to Disneyland and seeing Mickey too you know like it's the same type of shit it's not it's not gonna like it's great but it's not like life changing I guess that's my point like in a couple weeks I'm gonna go watch the last Raider game in the Coliseum my first Raider game ever I'm a big Raider fan but all the older homies who told me about how awesome the experience was only talked about the tailgate. Mm. I think it's probably because the in-game experience is so shit. But the tailgate is feels like I mean they have their own NFL culture, but it feels like uh, for us like an LAFC culture where it's like he's literally like you'll have the best time just walking around the whole thing, mm. meeting the people that you see on like blogs and TV and stuff, <coughs> and just talking to people about this mythology behind the, the colors of the team that you love mm-hmm. right and I think maybe that's missing other than the the hot spots in like La Bobonera or like you know Camp New or like Old Trafford or even Emirates or something like that it's just that mythology yeah the mythology around it's, that is yeah, made myth- by the people in outside the stadium more so than it is the players on the pitch yeah and I bet going to like Lambeau Field yeah or like college football is huge, right? Because they they have the pageantry but and the thing around it. I bet you know. I bet so few inter. It's such it has to be such a niche international interest. Like someone from I see yeah, someone yeah. from like southern I don't know southern Italy is just like oh dude I really want to start Alabama football, you know? Maybe. Right. But it's it's weird. It, I think because like basketball outside of soccer is the most international sport in the world, right? So there's something about seeing probably the most athletic people on the planet. Or six, seven, and above, like do what they do live. But is it basketball or baseball? I was about to just say that. I, I feel like it's baseball. Thought. I think it's baseball. I think, I think baseball. People, people go to Wrigley Field. They get to see yeah. the Ivy. I think baseball is more international. I would know. You know what? I have I have one word answer. China. No, it's, no, no. it's okay. the most international and Wait. most popular outside of soccer. I think. I think basketball is probably more played abroad, for sure, uh-huh. like volume. But in terms of people visiting stadiums from like other countries and wanting that like feeling that you're talking about I think it's probably more prominent in baseball yeah because like there well, are baseball many baseball that, games yeah. in America are pretty boring and overly commercialized like you right. said but they could have but like a special experience like no every every other country like baseball's fucking lit you know what I mean they're the ones that have the supporters sections and yeah yeah you know what I mean like 
China, yeah, like they're big on basketball because of Yao Ming and that whole craze and uh-huh. Kobe and whatever. But outside of China, I think baseball comes number two to to football. I mean, my only thing against that is like the people who are super, the countries that are super into baseball are fairly small, right? Japan, Korea, population size compared to the rest of like bunch of South American, right, right, bunch of South Americans. But uh, like even Bohemians. DR, Puerto Rican, all those guys, Venezuela are fairly small countries. Mm-hmm. But in terms of what we're talking about, Korea is pretty into baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's it's like in the in the scale of things, it's fairly small. Right. China has a billion. But it's people. still the number. Japan, like ba- basketball is the number one sport in, in China. And then you have all the countries in Europe who are good at basketball, and you even have like Argentina, who has like some of the basketball heads who have come through there, you know. And so there's, I think we have to look at it like baseball is like it's it's kind of like dwindling dude the, the more i look at it it's like baseball yeah, it's dwindling but i think like based on this whole topic of like people coming here and having like that emotional connection or that emotional with like a stadium or something i actually don't think I, in fact i think it's probably like the least likely in basketball because the arenas that you go to in basketball or at least maybe i just haven't been to enough they all feel the same yeah, well, they outside are the of Madison Square Garden yeah. and, and maybe Staples, yeah, I think and the United I think, Center. I, I would have argued Oracle too. Yeah, Oracle, Oracle for a while. When yeah. it was, when it was in its it's what, I think it's harder to repl- it's harder to have a unique experience inside an indoor stadium than it is to have like yeah, a park. Uh, or yeah, a ball park, hockey right? would be the same. Yeah, yeah, because it's like yeah, you see like these old baseball. Right, right. right. Like, you can play with the dimensions a little bit. You can have a little area around it, but there's also a lot of baseball parks and parking lots. Like that's the truth of it. Only the old, old guys are in, like, the city. Mm. Uh, Josh, Josh is about to go on the full Yankees rant right now. Yeah, you know me. Always, always <laughs> have by, the time, by the time this comes out in 2020, Josh will have completely abandoned all The Yankees will have 28 rings, baby. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> Josh will have completely abandoned all of his sports and realize that there's only one thing worth worrying There's about. only one God. <laughs> and that's T. And that's T? No. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a weird-ass episode of the FCFC pod. If you're still listening, you're a writer. If you're not, you're a punk-ass motherfucker. It is what it is. We waited for a year to release this shit. Yeah. We hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving 2020. Yeah. And we hope that the, the whole world is in a much better shape than it was in 2019. But still round. Yeah. But still round. <laughs> Shout out to Flat Earthers. Nah, y'all. Is there anything in the first segment we're going to talk about? Just so we're not like just sitting there confused about what to talk about we're not confused ever dog not anymore alright alright look at you wanting structure all of a sudden dog welcome to the FCFC pod where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens I am your host Slim sitting across from me as per usual is Big Dweez hola and instead of to my left, he's to Dweez's right, is Josh Sexy Spice. We're switching up the seating today. Hola. And we got another brother who's part of the family, and you've heard him on the pod before. And the the man that, that makes sure that when there's an album, it has a cover. <laughs> 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 
Mr. AC Alex Cervantes is in the backyard today. Ooh, with us. How you doing, brother? Cheers, 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 cheers. Clinkies. We got the Dello. Yeah, we do. This and is the officially low energy pod right now. As you <laughs> kicked it off, Slim. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's kind of the energy we're coming with right now. Well, this is gonna come out in 2020. The new year. Everyone's so, so hyped for the new year. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. gonna drag him back down to 2019 right here. Wherever Real you quick. guys are, know that we've recorded this in the past and you're now in the future and let that twirl around your brain for a little while this is gonna be our predictions podcast we're just gonna make wild assumptions about what's gonna happen in the year 2020 as a gift to y'all oh okay that's the direction we're going yeah that's all right that's good at least for the first segment (laughs) (laughs) there might only be one segment new year new style bitches (laughs) i'm the dickhead now slim scholar you want to kick it off i was trying to think of a big vocabulary word and i got nothing (laughs) I just, I need more. Just like 2019, Slim, bro. Nothing's fucking changed. Two dickheads, one scholar now, baby. Let's go. (laughs) Dweez and Josh, same side for the first time. Yeah. Well, this is our New Year episode, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about life. In 2020, I think that there's going to be more and more people running around my neighborhood with backpacks trying to collect cats and other animals <laughs> because I've heard after the FCFC barbecue during the FCFC barbecue that there's just animals on the loose people trying to catch them what are they going to do with them I'm not sure and on that note I would like to tell a story <laughs> <laughs> alright right, yeah, yeah we're starting over we're starting over we talked about nothing right now <laughs> I was about to go into this story that I have with this dude losing his dogs <laughs> because of my overzealous chasing of a digital record at a little mountain trail that I run. A digital so record. So he was a dog walker. Okay. And I was like fucking hauling ass, going around some curves. Like I was like dead set on like breaking this record because you know people who use the app continue to use the app so everyone there's like a there's a hierarchy of how fast that segment has ever been ran gotcha. and i was determined to like set the record and i was going really fast around this corner and this dude had like all these dogs that he was watching <coughs> well came around the bend fucking dogs like Galore. ran mm-hmm. because i was running and they like took off off of the dude's like leashes and i like sort of like stopped he looked like he wanted to kill me they were all like german shepherds that were <laughs> all these like smart like nice looking dogs he looked like he wanted to kill me i'm like i'm sorry man and then i just kept running and then like i still had to do like several like little loops in order to like complete this little circuit uh-huh. and um i saw the dog like twice more and every time i ran towards it it would run further away like just by mistake and i'm like no, no 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 and like i didn't know what to do so eventually this dog this is all in kenneth hahn which is like near here uh-huh. the dog like you know escaped into baldwin hills or wherever and i just like felt awful and the guy was like looking for it the next week when I went back, mm-hmm. there was signs posted all over the park about this, like, lost dog. And it made me feel pretty awful as a person that I was pursuing my own little, like, digital rewards for doing that. And so I'm just, <laughs> this all came from talking about lost animals. Did you receive the digital record? Like, did you, did you get I it? I did get the record. So that's all that matters. That's all I heard. I do think someone has taken it over since then. It doesn't matter. At that point in time, you're the fastest man on that mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, when you said digital record, I thought you were talking about like 
Yeah, like, like, song, like, like a album. CD or like an MP3 file. <laughs> what the hell are you doing, dude? Guys, this is 2020 here. We're back. We're going backwards. We're not going more digital. We're going less digital. Less digital. With music. Power trip, vinyl, all day. That's how I wake up Sachi in the morning. <laughs> we got to do like a rewind, like best moments of the decade type shit. <laughs> <laughs> This is so bad. <laughs> Wait, 20, uh, 2020. I think we got 2020. I mean, 2020. I mean, let's let's keep it going. Yeah, we got to start over. Yeah. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got? Let's uh, let's actually think of... Look at no of, structure, Slim, one instruction. I know. No, you need, like, at you least something we're going to talk about, especially if it's no guest. 2019 changed you. No, when it's a guest, you can ask him anything, and it's a... It's ask a me anything, Slim. Come on. All right, we're going to just ask each other yeah, questions. Yeah, ask you. <laughs> That's what today's about, dude. It's precious, precious... Digital records that we're we're saving right now, we're trying to obtain. I don't want to waste this. I just started, but I'm not going to start over the recording. But hold up. All right. That can be a that can be our first um like special clip that is released to uh, to Patreon listeners. <laughs> I'll be like, what the fuck did we sign up for? We we Bonus made content. we made them pay for the the bloopers. <laughs> no, like stories that have nothing to do with anything. <laughs> That was literally me and you on the Ben episode. Where it's like, what I was, I was like, oh shit, like we're super into the weeds on shit that does not matter, or that matters the most. All right, <laughs> one, two, three.